Well, big Mizzou weekend coming up soon. 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us here with your thoughts on it. Uh, kind of, if you consider it a long weekend, it sort of begins tonight with Mizzou and Minnesota hoops. So uh, you can give us your thoughts on that. And we'll get ready for the football game as well between Mizzou and Florida. And here to talk with us about all of that is Chris Kwasinski, the sports editor at the Columbia Daily Tribune. You can find him on Twitter at OchoK underscore and subscribe to the Tribune to read all of their great stuff. Chris, what's going on, my friend? Oh, not much, boys. How's it going with you guys? Oh, it's going good. Uh, I'm sure the... The last week or so with how Mizzou football has really kind of taken the the nation uh, and, and put them on notice a little bit, getting ranked number nine in the college football playoff. The Cody Schrader story is now becoming something that every sports fan can attach to. Just I, I wonder how you have seen this, this rise all of a sudden after Mizzou uh, not only took care of business and stood on business against uh, Tennessee, but really just whipped them. Yeah, I mean, when we went into that game, I mean, I'm sure you guys thought the same way. Like, this is the same team that took on Tennessee the last two years and got absolutely boat raced. I mean, we, we've been talking about this in so many different ways and kind of analyzing the matchups and all that kind of stuff. And uh, But but this year, it just seemed like everything just matched perfectly from Zoo. Uh, there's the, the grinded-out running game with Cody Schrader, which just eats up minutes. and possess, like there's a, I think there's like a 20-play drive they had in the first quarter that – Resulted in three points, but used up basically the entire part of the first quarter. Never let Tennessee get into a rhythm, and um, obviously Cody himself finally getting into the national spotlight. Uh, it only took two years, but uh, his story is now uh, front and center. Uh, and I know if, if if anything, you know, Mizzou fans can beef with the NCAA for past transgressions, but you can't beef with the college football playoff because they are enamored with this Mizzou team. They love them. They love everything about them. And that's why you see them at number nine and above a one-loss Louisville team. Yeah, I mean, were you kind of uh, when when you saw that ranking from them, Chris? Were was it a little bit surprising for you? Because I mean, there was uh, there was some talk of you know they they could see those resumes between Mizzou and and comparing them to Oregon State and Louisville. Even though Louisville only has one loss, you could still see that Mizzou uh, has some losses on their schedule that are kind of pretty good losses. And putting the resumes up together, you can maybe justify it. But I wonder how you maybe made of the committee's decision to actually go ahead and make that move and put Mizzou at nine. I think it, it, it wasn't really surprising to me when you consider the past and how the DFP committee views SEC teams. Obviously, they, they hold the SEC in a much higher regard than a lot of other conferences. And, uh, and like they hold Ohio State, Michigan, obviously, above a lot of other teams because they, you know, they're always usually undefeated until they play the game at the end of this regular season. But um, right, like right now, uh, it didn't really surprise me, but it, it was one of those moments where you sat back and you're like, man, wow, like they're, they're a top 10 team in the eyes of the most important committee uh, in college football and arguably in college sports too, where uh, these are the guys that decide who get to the playoff. And um, like I've discussed a handful of times, we have probably discussing in a lot of columns to come, which is basically, you know, you lose out the chance to go to the SEC championship game for sure. And that's a bummer because that's a goal that this program has always set. But uh, you take care of business the last two games, you're going to a New Year's Six game. The, a New Year's Six game not only is going to go up against a solid opponent, but you're going to have a chance to, to really make a name for yourself. And like Drink was kind of put the, uh, earlier this week, you know, we're, we're picking guys. You know, we're not you know, having to sit in recruiting and kind of do, go through the pitch. Like We have the chance to pick guys now, and that's, that's just kind of a telltale sign of how far this team has come and how it fits into the grand scheme of the SEC. Chris, now I'm wondering now with uh, Mizzou 
ranked number nine in the CFP. Their mantra was something to prove. They've kind of proven to a lot of people that they're pretty good. How do you think Missouri handles it this week now going into a game against Florida that you still got to win to attain all the goals that are still in front of these guys, the 10-win season and the like? Uh, how do you think Missouri and, and Eli Drinkwitz's team will respond now that people believe in them and they're heavily favored over Florida? Yeah, I don't think the I don't think it really is any different. Uh, to be honest with you, when you think about uh, the Kansas State game, you know that was the game where everybody kind of looked at it and said, "Okay, wow, like they, they did it. They finally got over that hump." Now, can they do the same thing you know, against Memphis, a Memphis team at that point, which was three and zero? It looked pretty good, uh, and I think it's a lot of the same the same situations. And when you're in the same situations before, it kind of just pays off, especially down the road now, uh, where we're seeing a lot of it come to fruition and. We're seeing a lot of it pay off, and they proved it. They proved it to so many different people. The, I mean, uh, I predicted predicted this team was going to go eight and four, you know. I, and so they're they're certainly showing us, and uh, that they're much better than what people have said and will will, will say. And honestly, and uh, but yeah, I, I think when it comes down to it, they've just been in these different situations where they've come from the bottom. They've they've won games, and they know how to sustain success now. And I don't think it's any different from what they've seen earlier in the season. I think that'll show it for a field on Saturday. Chris Krasinski, sports editor at the Columbia Daily Tribune, with us here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com. It's been hard to kind of figure out Florida this year, Chris. I mean, they are fighting for a bowl game still at 5-5. Five and five. Uh, Had a chance to kind of go back and forth with LSU this past weekend, and, and the offense looked pretty good at least, but LSU is a tough offense to hold down. So I, I wonder if maybe uh, there's, uh, with Florida and how up and down they can be, you know that that offense has the ability, though, to put up some points. So what would maybe be uh, the, the things that you're, you're concerned with when you, you see what Florida has done offensively at times this year and how Mizzou will need to try and stop it? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is uh, when you when you look at Florida, obviously their season has gone with ebbs and flows, and uh, right now, I mean, they're they're just kind of in a rut, uh, and they haven't been able to just plow to win. And uh, I think it kind of, but it kind of goes back to what we've seen with that South Carolina game where they were down uh, and came back to beat the Gamecocks. They they beat Tennessee too, one of the first teams that kind of put Tennessee on the uh, maybe a pretender watch uh, earlier this season, but they've gotten. Uh, they've got a really good offense, like you just said, and I think Graham Mertz is the, the the leader of that, where he's only thrown two interceptions. When you have a guy like that that can take care of the ball, that can sling it, and can also throw for a lot of touchdowns too, that you can't really discount that, especially against this LSU last week, where you want to look at it, it they put up a lot of points, a lot of good points too, and uh, yeah, LSU uh, fought back and just scored plenty more points. I think it was like 52 to something, but uh, I mean, that's the that's what we thought was going to happen last week with this Tennessee team, which has a really good offense but struggles at points on defense. Where, oh, how is it going to work? Is the immovable object of Mizzou's defense going to falter against a high octane offense? And it didn't. You know, they never blinked. And I think we'll see a lot of that same this Saturday. Uh, where it's senior day, there's a little extra chip on their shoulder because of the the emotions that run high with that. But against the Florida team that's able to put up a lot of points, uh, all you have to do is just. Uh, give the offense an opportunity. The defense has been able to do that, and the offense has always been able to take advantage. And uh, I, I think for sure we'll, we'll see not a similar outcome of, of what happened. It's hard to sustain, uh, sustain success like they did from last Saturday, but I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a win. And so Florida can obviously score as you mentioned there, Chris. But I, I'm checking out the uh, rushing defense numbers. Looks very similar to what LSU has done this season. I know Cody Schrader had a chance to break that all-purpose yard record last week. We saw him say, I don't need to. It's not as important as the team goal. Uh, but maybe he breaks it this week. What do you think about that on senior day? 
<laughs> uh, wouldn't that be an extra chapter to his story, right? Uh, it, it would be it would be something like that, and it's totally possible. Um, and, and like I wrote last, uh, like earlier this week after the Tennessee game, basically, there's no one that really surprises me more on this team than Cody Schrader, where it just seems like he gets better with age. And for a running back, that just seems that's just incredible because we've we've heard the knock on these guys professionally, especially by NFL draft scouts, where you know, the the more mileage you have on those wheels, the, the less value you you become. And uh, but, but Cody, he just seems to get better with every snap, with every handoff that he gets. And uh, he, you know, he's a four quarterback where if you give him the ball in the first couple quarters, he may be getting two three yards a carry. But come the fourth quarter where it's crunch time and they're running, you know, they're, you know, they're running the dual runs right up the middle, but just say, hey, stop him. It's hard to stop him because you're worn down. And Cody's still the same guy. It just seems they'd be. Uh, just to get better and better, keep that same stamina. And uh, to, to be honest, against Florida, if that if they're in that position in the third quarter where Mizzou's got a big enough lead where they can just say, okay, it's Cody time, let's just feed the beast and let him go, uh, wouldn't surprise me. He's going he's gonna to bust off a handful of big runs, and uh, and yeah, I'm sure that rush, that that record is right in, within reach if it gets to the fourth quarter, and that's what where the game is. Chris Krasinski with the Columbia Daily Tribune here on the Big Show KTGR. All right, what's your score prediction for Saturday, Chris? Give me, uh, let's see, give me, give me thirty-five to fourteen. Yeah, I think uh, in this case the uh, the the offense of Florida is going to get a couple garbage time touch, maybe one garbage time touchdown or two. Uh, they're not going to go for a field goal like Tennessee did. Uh, but yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, they'll take care of business. They'll 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 do everything they need to do. The seniors will walk out with their heads high, and then they'll go. Uh, on a very high note to an Arkansas team, which uh, seems to be the very opposite of what Mizzou is right now. That certainly seems to be the case. So we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, again, Mizzou, their next test uh, against Florida this weekend uh, on Saturday, kicking off at 6.30. Uh, tonight, Chris, uh, Mizzou at Minnesota in men's hoops. Tigers go in at 2-1, and one, first road game for Mizzou. We think Connor Vanover will play. He should be available tonight. Uh, but but I just wonder, uh, from what you've seen from this Mizzou team so far, uh, a couple of good games against some mid-majors, and then when you uh, face a team like Memphis and you go through a stretch uh, of rough shooting like they did, you're, you're not going to come out with victories most of the time. But I wonder how that maybe translates on the road here from what you've seen against a, a team like Minnesota. Yeah, and with Minnesota, I think the thing you got to really look at is uh, they're – one of their big guys is averaging 22 points per game, and he's a six uh, six foot eleven uh, Dawson Garcia, uh, 22. Uh, let me see, 22 and a half points a game, uh, 10 rebounds a game through two games. I mean, th- this is the focal point of their team, and you have to find a way to stop them. And maybe that's with Connor Vanover. Maybe that's a little bit of uh, getting the freshman Jordan Butler some minutes and kind of say, hey, you know, the minutes we've had before kind of prepared you for this, but you know, fill in where you're needed. And I, I think that's certainly a case. Uh, but when you talk about the this long shooting stretches where they just went, where they were just ice cold, that's that's just the missing piece where we've seen where last year that was Kobe Brown's music. That was Demoy Hodges' music. That was Dre Golston's music. Where this year Mizzou just doesn't have a guy uh, like Dre Golston where just give him the ball and, and say, go make a basket. It doesn't matter how guarded he is. You know, how many times do we see Dre Golston make a shot with like 30 hands in his face? And you're like, how did he do that? But Mizzou just doesn't have that this year. They, they don't have the Kobe Brown where you can just kind of say, all right, Kobe, uh, have fun, go cook. And for the most part, Kobe was able to do that just because of, of how he fit into Dennis's offense. And same with Des Moines where you have a guy that 
yeah, maybe one day he's scoring uh, 10, 12 points a game, but you know there's a chance he could go absolutely nuclear and just start hitting from three. And if he's doing that, then everything just opens up and becomes so much easier. Uh, Mizzou needs to find those key pieces. And th- there aren't any Des Moines Hodges on this roster right now because there's only one Des Moines Hodges, same with Kobe Brown, same with Dre Golston. But there are pieces out there. You know, John Tanjay is a guy that I look at and say, well, you're so you're experienced, you're physical. If you can get gritty buckets, that's what this team needs you to do. I'd like to see Tamar Bates get into the rotation more. I personally think he should be a starter. Uh, obviously, I'm not a coach, but, uh, I mean, from what we've seen from him and his ability to attack the basket, to be fearless in that way, uh, I'd like to see a lot more of that and like to see the offense kind of run through that for, for a few stretches because, like we saw in the first game of the season, when it ran through uh, Tamar Bates where he had the end of the first half there, he had, like, what, 10 points in, like, two minutes or something like that. He He clearly was in attack mode, and, uh, a lot of what Mizzou did fell and fed through that, and it looked great. Uh, but I think right now you're just looking for these people, for these positions, and uh, some of these players to kind of just be comfortable with finding their role, finding their niche. And last year it was, it was easy to do that when you play teams like Coastal Carolina and Houston Baptist, but uh, it, it's just a lot more difficult now when uh, you have a much harder schedule and you go on the road and play a team like like Minnesota. And like, I know they weren't very good last year, but this is still a Big Ten team that you have to take care of business against. Yeah, and Mizzou needs a go-to guy, and we'll see if one develops over time. Uh, but tonight, uh, interesting test for them on the road against Minnesota, and uh, you'll hear that on KTGR later on tonight. Chris Kwasinski, sports editor at the Columbia Daily Tribune, with us here on the Big Show KTGR. Chris, appreciate you as always. Uh, you're the man, and uh, enjoy the games this weekend. We'll talk soon. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks, boys. You guys, too.